It's Christmas time, and so that means there's new exciting opportunities that you have with students for discipleship. What are they? Find out in a second, because it's time. Holy nuclear time bombs! Holy overeating! Holy roller coasters! It's time! It's time! It's time for the Lion Sidekick Podcast! <laughs> Hello, heroes. This is Tom Pounder, and you are listening to the YM Sidekick Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk with the ministry leaders about cool tips and tricks on how to do ministry in this very digital and online world, this very digital world that we are living in today. And today I've got my friend Corey Sullivan back. He's actually been back for a few weeks now of just doing some podcasts with me. But I love talking to Corey because he's one of the guys that I can talk to and we can say, hey, let's talk through some different ideas and how we can do this or that effectively more effectively he's a great guy that i have to bounce off ideas with and he was that person with me when we were doing student ministry together and he's that person with me as well today but i say all that to say is that we just got together and started brainstorming just different ways that you can do student discipleship during the christmas time the christmas time is a magical time of year it's a great time of year it's my favorite time of the year but because we have this time of year It's not just all fun and games. There are some really cool discipleship opportunities that you have today to minister to students. So what are those opportunities? That's what Corey and I talk about right now. So without any further ado, let's get into student discipleship opportunities over the Christmas season. What can you be doing and how can you be doing it? That starts right now. All right, with me right now is Corey Sullivan. Corey. What's up, man? The one, the only, the legend, Tom Pounder. Yes. Yeah, see, the last time you were on my podcast is actually we didn't even have any interaction. You just did your "What are you thankful for?" kind of segment from the "What are you thankful for?" podcast. Yeah. It was actually this pat the one that was before this one that we're currently doing. And now I'm here. And now you're here, and I'm thankful for you. See, I never got to say that, but I'm thankful for you. So, yeah, well, you know what? On Thanksgiving, I texted you saying I'm thankful for you, and I just got like mean gifts back thrown at me, <laughs> saying that you hate me. I so, did not. I did not uh, do that. I, I didn't. Yeah, you, <laughs> I sent you the gift with um, Monica from uh, Friends with the uh, when she had the turkey, on her, <laughs> right? Or maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe I sent you that. But hey, it's it's Christmas time. So are are have you transferred? Like, are you guys all decorated for Christmas? Oh no, man. So we have a 15-month-old, and so, like, we're, we still haven't gotten a tree yet. We'll probably get it, hopefully, maybe even tomorrow, um, and decorate a tree up. We're just, like, nervous, like, him, like, going face first. The dude loves destruction. Like, he just is, <laughs> like, like, he literally walked, just, like, two seconds ago, he walks into the kitchen, finds the towels on, like, the oven rack, and just rips them off and starts waving them around. Like, and that's my boy. That's, that's my boy. boy. He he is completely you. You are you are a walking time bomb. Yes, chaos and destruction. Chaos, chaos and complete destruction. All right. Um, so what are we doing right now? <laughs> wait, wait a second, but I'm still puzzled. I was decorated for Christmas in November. This is December now, and we're in the first full week of December, and you're still not decorated for Christmas. Yeah, man. Like, what can I say? I I live a, I live a crazy life. Okay. You, you know, you, you know, okay. like I do have a hint, like I want to decorate for Halloween, the nightmare before Christmas. 
And that way I only have to decorate once all year long. And I keep it up from like October through yeah. January and I'm done. Okay. Okay. I, I can see that because if you decorate not too far in advance at Halloween and then just, yeah, okay, that works. Okay. Do it next year. You one, can do one and it. done. One and done. <laughs> next year you do it. Okay. Corey, today we're talking about, um, we're talking about discipleship and we're talking about Christmas and we're talking about different ways that you can have uh, discipleship opportunities or be discipling students right now during this Christmas season. So uh, this, this podcast is really specific about just, hey, how can you do that? What are some things that you can do? So uh, start us off, Corey. Well, I think really it's obviously we, we got to think creative. Like no matter what right now, like with different states having different guidance, yeah. you know, for all the audience and people listening, um, you know, you got to think creatively. You got to think outside of the box. You got to think pivot into wins. But it really comes down to the idea of like having the mindset of discipleship. Like, like you have to say, all right, how can I do this event, this thing, this activity, this study, whatever that means, and how can I use that to, to point someone closer to who Jesus is, right? Like how can I use and leverage that um, for those purposes? Yeah, you and I talk about this all the time because we're young life guys. Um, but you know, you you earn the right to be heard, and again, you do a lot of the fun things, you do a lot of the activity centered stuff, uh, attractional stuff, uh, to earn that right with students. But eventually, you're going to have to be heard, and they're going to have to hear about Jesus, and you're going to have to be the one that shares that with them. Yeah, and I think there's a ton of different opportunities, you know, in that this season, right? You think about like, hey, your traditional like serve opportunities, right? Like, like go with um, a bunch of your group and serve somewhere. You know, what are that? Whether that means like you're packing shoe boxes for Operation Christmas Child. I'm not sure if the deadline passed on that already. Yeah, it's already passed. Have, <laughs> you know, I'm not paying attention. Um, or but like, this, <laughs> but there's a lot of like local drives. Yes. You know, there's Toys for Tots, and there's a lot of places that this time of year it like ramps up in giving and in service um, and in helping one another out. And I think that's just an easy way to do it. But really, I think when you do something like serve, you have to tie it back into like the purposes of why we serve. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and what's the point of that? And how does us serving our communities reflect the character and the nature of God? Yeah. Right. Um, because great. Like a lot of people serve a lot of people who aren't Christians serve. Yes. A lot of people who don't do that, like give back and, give money and they're generous but so what makes that different for someone who proclaims jesus right like what does that look like and why yeah i i I like that because again there are a lot of good people in the world and there's a lot of good people just because you're good doesn't mean you're you're doing it for jesus uh and so when you go do good and you like you said there's lots of different things there's food banks no matter how big or small your community is there's probably a food bank. There's probably some group that needs um, clothing or blankets um, for for the cold weather. Um, there are Salvation Armies in your area. Um, my dad goes and one of the things my dad does at the Salvation Army is he goes and washes dishes. I mean, he washes yeah. dishes. And it's just something he does. But again, so there's lots of cool opportunities that you'll have to just dig into in your community but then take that time after you get done serving, you can prep them beforehand, but take that time after it and talk, debrief it with them and say, how is it that was serving? Use that time as an opportunity to share about Jesus more and to make the connection 
between what is what they're doing and how it is affecting your relationship with Jesus. And there's a lot of opportunities just to like have them gather or be in community, whether that's in person or, or virtual, like do something intentional about helping people build community. I think that's something that like me personally has been hit with this entire year is how important community actually is. Um, and, and so like, whether that might be um, watching like Christmas movies together, yeah. right? And just talking and having the moment and having a captivated audience uh, while you're there and doing something. So it's not just like, hey, let's hang out, have a good time. All right, see you later. But it's you're being intentional about a conversation, you know, from little things like Home Alone, right? And talking about how important family is and like the values of family um, and how and bring that back into what Jesus says about those same values. Yeah. Right. And, and having those comparisons and those connections is so important. Yeah. I like what you said there too. Again, making the connection. There's so many great Christmas movies out there and even great Christmas specials out there. Television specials. Dude, I just watched Nestor, the long eared donkey today. I've never seen it before. Oh really? I, I, think, one, I think that's one of the rank and bass ones, right? Is it the claymation type thing? Yeah. It's like, it's like the claymation type things, yeah. but I've never even seen it or heard of it before. I, was, I, I, I watched the last five minutes and it was really weird. I, I watched a little bit of that. I like those Rankin-Bass ones, uh, although there was one on uh, the uh, Rudolph's Shiny New Year or something like that, or Rudolph, and I'm like, if it's Rudolph, I want Christmas. I don't want Shiny New Year or Christmas in July type of thing. But um, uh, but I like the fact that you can process that with them and process the meaning and bring it back scripturally and use it as a discipleship opportunity. And you don't have to just do this, like, again, based on COVID restrictions or whatever it's like in your community. Uh, You can do this online. You know, there's Netflix party, there's Hulu's got a watch party now. I think there's other streaming platforms that enables you. I think Amazon has it too, actually. Um, where you can watch it as together as a group and then you can get in the chat room and be talking while the, the show or the movie is actually happening. So I think that that's a really cool opportunity for you. And I just like thinking about is like tradition, like what was your, what before maybe COVID uh, impacted our, our country? Like what was a tradition you had, whether it was in your ministry or in your group mm-hmm. and how can you like still, allow that to remain like maybe you have to pivot something maybe you have to change something up but like you know if you guys did ugly christmas sweater parties what can you do now to do an ugly christmas sweater party like if um you guys went caroling what does that look like now to go caroling if you had a giant bonfire like like what what does that look like now and how do you make that change to allow some of those same things to happen because i know a lot of the uh students miss that they miss like what was because things have been so changed dramatically and you use those opportunities. Like, like it's not just fun for the sake of some laughs, right. But it's fun for the sake of when the right to be heard to yeah. take that moment, shoot your shot uh, and, and proclaim who Jesus is and, and enjoy it. Yeah. Shoot your shot, man. Just <laughs> shoot. Um, I don't know why that made me laugh, but okay. So, um, but Here's, here's the deal, though, too. Again, I think there's like there are some really cool opportunities. You're right. Kids are missing some community. Um, again, even next year, there's gonna, things are going to be different. Things are not going back to where it was. 
And what I think you have to think through is think through some of the old things that you did do. And instead of getting depressed about it and saying, oh, crud, we can't do this. How can you change it today? Like, for instance, I love the version Bible studies, the online Bible studies. And we, yeah. we've been utilizing them a lot. I use it for the, my online campus a lot, but I also use it for student ministry. We have a new one starting up this week. Um, and again, I'm providing kids an opportunity to do this Bible study with me. And it's really cool because I have, like, I have it set up. It's already set up. And I emailed people the thing, the, the link. I texted them the link. And then at group on Sunday, like for church, I have a QR code printed out. So the kids, all they had to do is just scan it with their phone and get immediately to the, um, to the, the link, making it as easy as possible for kids to connect in discipleship opportunities. And again, it's a 10 to 15 day study. It's an orange based one. And I think it's going to be fantastic for, for us to do that. And again, it provides opportunities for us to have conversations and then to follow up with those conversations as well. So just thinking maybe just a side tangent, what's one of the most fun things that you've done for Christmas? Like just like it may be an event or maybe it was just an activity or, you know, to, to be intentional. What, what activity or like a uh, one-on-one type of thing, like a group? Any, anything, man. Like what, what was something that you just remember is like, Hey, this stood out to me. Well, I mean, again, one of the things that was really cool for us a few years ago is we did a, um, a baking competition where we broke the kids up into different teams. They went to different houses and they baked something and then they all brought it back together. It was a longer event, but it was a yeah. really fun thing because the kids got to bake. They got to hang out. We listened to Christmas music, watch Christmas movies while we were baking. And then we came back and we had like a little competition of sorts. So that was something really fun we did too. Dude, I love it. Uh, a few years ago, we did like a holiday game night, right? And just like enjoy and have some fun with uh, – some people and laugh and, and do those things. And obviously it's different, but like play among us. Like that's probably like the hottest game right now with all of the students. It's people are like among us out, yeah. but like play something, do something creative with everything. I actually heard that Apple released that among us was one of the top five most downloaded apps of the year. So I'm not surprised people yeah. like, I heard like that game was like six, seven years old and it just, Really? That's super popular. Yeah. I, I, I mean, listen, my, 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 our students and my own kids, they, they play it a lot. Um, so I, I definitely, I think that's pretty funny. I, I think, you know, Corey, as we kind of come to a kind of wrap up here a little bit, I think it, just in everything that we do, I think Christmas time, there's so many cool opportunities because it's Christmas. I mean, there are so many great things that you can do. Yeah. And you just have to think, okay, this is a fun thing to do. Where's the discipleship opportunity here? And if I can't do it in person, how can I translate that a little bit online? Like, for instance, you could, you know, what are you doing on your social media? And how are you creating disciples on social media? You know, I, I'm a firm believer of posting scripture, writing challenging quotes um, and whatnot to encourage students and encourage actually anybody I'm ministering to to follow Christ more as a way to do it. So what, what can you do on social media to encourage kids and disciple them? So I think in everything that you do, we've got to think through the mindset of how is this drawing people closer to Christ and how am I discipling them uh, today? Yeah. I think sometimes that we, we have to be creative in how to make that connection. Right. And we, we have to be intentional about looking for that connection. Again, it's not just 
fun for fun's sake. Yeah. I think a lot of our senior, uh, you know, our seasoned pastors might understand that, but especially for some of our newer ones, like, you know, it's not just fun for fun's sake, but how do we be intentional and be strategic uh, about the things that we choose to do? Yeah. And I think uh, too, like, again, even if you are doing a fun event, you know, there are conversations that happen during that fun event. And the, the, the thing that makes it a discipleship opportunity is again, if you and I are having a conversation, you say something, you know, that may sound a little bit alarming to me or, or encouraging to me or discouraging to me. I need to take that and follow up with you from that. Part of discipleship is following up with someone and engaging with them in, on that level. So using every bit of conversation that you're having people with, having with people as a discipleship opportunity. And maybe like the last kind of thought on it is how do you challenge the students in their own thought about discipleship? Right. It's not just like you being the disciple maker, but if we want to coach and, and bring up kids that also want to see that as a heart too. Right. So how do we talk to them? Be like, Hey, what are you doing this year to like encourage other people? What are you doing this year to, you know, invest in somebody to, to do that and, and help them understand the importance of making other disciples themselves. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a mind shift change again. And in any, any av- activity that you're doing, you're thinking discipleship, you're thinking follow-up, you're thinking relationships, you're thinking, Jesus, how can I draw this person closer to Jesus? And again, there's lots of cool opportunities this Christmas uh, to do that. So this is good, Corey. I appreciate that. I appreciate you, man. Well, and here's the deal too. If you're listening to this podcast right now and it's really close to Christmas, you're like, well, this isn't important because it's past Christmas. No, it really, I mean, you can still do something today. There are still conversations that you can have today that will enable you to, to use this season, use this time to do it. And then when you get past this time, there comes the new year. And yeah. then there comes like, the point. The point of the season wasn't about Christmas. It was the point of discipling yeah. right? and, and making disciples. And how can you use this season or any season as a part of, of that? So it's kind of cool. Well, Corey, as always, it's great. Um, you are working on your website some more, right? Aren't you? Yeah, do, doing some work feeling how I can, how we can like impact the community a little bit more in, in the lives of young people. So looking and uh, trying to do some different stuff on our website, get back into it uh, a lot more, um, give people some resources and some things that they need to really impact people and impact the lives of teenagers. So, And, and how do people reach you if they want to contact you? And say, <laughs> well, I got, I they got can go on to the World Wide Web. Oh, great. Um, at www, did you know www stands for World Wide Web? I, I, dot yeah. rallyyouth.com. That's rallyyouth.com um, or rally underscore youth in Instagram. Yeah. And Corey, even though he's got a little kid, he's going to be completely dedicated to that. And he's like, I'm posting, I'm posting, I'm going to be posting. And, but you can also DM him and ask him questions. Corey's a great resource and he's always good to bounce ideas off of. And he, he's always got ideas as well. So that's why I have you on the podcast so much. Thanks man. At least I'm good for something. You're not saying anything. You don't know. I got, I got, I got, I got nothing. I got, I got, I got nothing. nothing. All right. Merry, Merry Christmas. You filthy animal. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you as well. All right, so there you have it, my conversation with Corey. It's always great talking to him. And again, this Christmas time of year, talking through some new ideas, some fresh ideas. And so we outlined just a few different ideas 
on what you can do for student discipleship. So what do you think about it? What what are you doing right now for student discipleship around Christmas? Again, with Christmas time comes a whole new set of ideas and fresh thoughts about what you can do because you can use the Christmas theme in a variety of different ways for discipleship. So what are you doing? Hit me up on Twitter. I'd love to talk to you a little bit more about this. You can find me at TA Pounder. Share with me what you're doing. I'd love to, to connect with you and uh, process it a little bit more with you. And, and hey, I bet you, you teach me something new uh, from this and I can learn from you. So I would love to carry this conversation on uh, online. So hit me up on Twitter. All right, heroes. Well, that wraps it up for another episode of the YM Sidekick Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. As always, you can go to iTunes or Spotify to subscribe to this, or you can just simply go to ymsidekick.com. There, I've got all my content, including some vlogs, the information about Digital Boot Camp, the free Facebook group that uh, all ministers are invited to, where we learn digital tools and trends that help us in- expand our reach in ministry. So you can find out all that information along with the podcast at ymsidekick.com. All right, heroes, well, I hope you have a great rest of the day, a great rest of the week, and until next time, have a great one.